It truly is a humbling thought thinking about the implications of the sins of our youth before we come to the Lord. None of us, including me, I'm talking from my own experience, my own perspective, can fathom what we're doing to ourselves by the sinful choices we make when we are young. All of that exposure to our rated materials. You know what I'm talking about. The profanity, the violence, the gore, not to mention all the sexual content. It's horrible. I grew up in that culture here in Israel. Many of you grew up in that culture in America. What's the difference? We've all been exposed to sexual content on television, movies, the obscenity, the, the profane, nasty, vulgar language. And you get exposed to it so often on such a high frequency, it pretty much becomes implemented inside of you. It becomes a part of you, a part of your identity, a part of your character. It's horrible. That's one of the greatest schemes ever happened on this earth. To pollute us, to contaminate us at such a young age that when you finally come to your senses, if you come to your senses, most people never do, and if you come to the Lord, you are already so contaminated, so tainted, it makes it a thousand times harder to walk a straight line. It makes it so much harder to actually do what is right, and more than that, think what is right. See, it's actually much easier to do what is right than to think what is right. I can control my hand much easier than I can control my thoughts or whatever goes on inside my head. That's the real enemy. That's the real challenge. That's the real tongue on which it is said, who can tame the tongue? See, we have learned to tame every living creature on this earth. Lions, crocodiles, otters, you name it. But we cannot tame the tongue of our mind, the thoughts. It's practically impossible. Even with the Holy Spirit that helps me, corrects me, nudges me, rebukes me, it's still very hard. See, without the Holy Spirit, it's impossible because, like Herzl said, it's the blind spot. I don't even notice the things I'm thinking until the Holy Spirit brings it to my attention. It's like, uh-uh, no, no, no. And then I got to correct myself. I have to teshuva and I have to pay attention to what goes, goes on inside my mind to not think negatively to rebuke those thoughts. And many of these thoughts, by the way, don't even come from me. You know, we, we do live in a spiritual dimension. We see the physical, but everything is spiritual. There's spirits and demons all around, especially in the age we live in, in the, in the times now before the end. All the 5G technology, all those low frequencies that connect to the demonic realms. It's not a fairy tale, you know, it's not a religious book. This is the reality in which we live in. We are surrounded by demons. 
and they whisper in your ear, they implement seeds and evil, wicked thoughts, they throw images in your mind. You're just minding your own business, and all of a sudden you see this nasty image, and you go, whoa, where did that come from? And you have to rebuke it right away. If you don't rebuke it, it starts fostering in your mind. It starts growing roots, building a stronghold, and that's how sin is born. See, we are constantly being tempted, and you constantly have to fight. It is a never-ending war, until the end, of course. Judgment and the new creation, when all those demonic entities are thrown into the pit of hell. But until that point, the more you can limit your exposure, the more you can protect your mind, the holier you can remain, the more you can distance yourself from all of this wicked schemes, wicked content. Avoid pornography. Avoid movies that even talk about these things. Avoid any kind of visual sexuality. Why would you want that in front of your eyes? See, the problem is we've grown so accustomed to it, we don't think anything of it. We watch a movie, we see a couple in bed, and we go, oh, yeah, that's fine. No, it's not. Why do you need to see that? Why do you need those images in front of your mind to get you thinking? Don't you know you are also bound by a body of flesh that is programmed for self-preservation, for horniness, for the lust of the eyes, the, the pride of life, the lust of the flesh? You have to subdue your flesh. You don't want to feed it. You want to starve it so that you can control it. That's what 1 Corinthians 7 is all about. See, those people were not you, by the way. Those people came from a culture of sex worship. Aphrodite was a goddess not of fertility, but of lust. Just sex for the sake of sex. So obviously those people had a problem. You can't just come to the Lord and think it's just, well, I come to the Lord, it's over. I'm not going to have any urges. No, the urges are still there. <laughs> Your flesh is not renewed and the flesh wants what it wants. And you have to fight it and it's not easy. So really, you want to limit it. You don't even want to go down that path. Proverbs say, don't even walk down that road. Why would you? Why play with fire? Why would you even go next to that prostitute? Why would you even give her your eyes? Why would you even give her a thought? Don't even look at the young woman. Why would you even look at them? You have no reason to. You go to the store, you see the cashiers. Why would you even look at her? Look at your pro items, give her the money, pay for the card, goodbye. There's no reason to get into these conversations. There's no reason to even interact. Why open that door? And the same thing with violence and with profanity so many movies everybody's cussing all the time it's it's nasty i hate it i despise it foul language you know what i'm talking about it's all over there's no running away from it but i cannot stand it i do not associate with people who talk that way and if i'm watching a content when somebody speaks that way i turn it off why would i want that in my mind in my memory bank i'm trying to be holy I'm trying to serve the King of Kings, the Creator, the Holy One of Israel. Blessed be He. Why would I want profanity? No. You have to resist the devil. Resist wickedness. You have to fight against it. And 
it's still going to come at you, you know, just because you resist, it's not going to go away. It goes away for a moment, <laughs> but you're surrounded. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, our enemies are surrounded by God, but still, the Father allows this because, well, we brought this upon ourselves. We made our choices. I made my choices when I was young. And those are, the, this is the price I have to pay. Papa doesn't redeem you from the consequences of your action. He redeems you for eternity, for salvation, but you still have to struggle. You made it so much harder than it needs to be. See, Adam, our father, he had it easy. He already had it made. All he had to do was stay. <laughs> but he defiled himself. And ever since then, we just defile ourselves more and more and more. To the point where we're so dirty, we're so nasty, we can barely make it back. And many of us don't. Many of us just die in the mud. Because we're so polluted, we're so contaminated, they can't help themselves. We're like a pig going back to the mud from whence it came. You give your life to the Lord, and then you go back on Tinder. <laughs> you say... You're cleansed now, you're going to keep yourself from marriage, and then you go to the bar and pick up another girl. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Because you never fully committed yourself. You're just kind of deep in your toes in the water, but you never made a decision. See, once you make that decision, and you go all in, you decide to love Adonai with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your might. It doesn't just happen. You have to want to do it. You have to decide to do it. And then you walk on doing it. And it's a long and tedious process. And you're not going to get there. It is longer than what you can accomplish on this side of life. But it doesn't mean that you don't have to walk at it. You don't get judged by the results per se, but by the effort and the intention. You have to give it everything you got. You have to constantly fight. You're just hanging, you know, in your thoughts, just sitting there thinking all of a sudden you get a nasty thought. You don't sit on it and think of it. You rebuke it right away. Rebuke it and turn to the Lord in your mind. Sing and praise in your heart. Worship in your soul. Focus on the Father, we become by seeing, by meditating on. Meditate on the Lord, think of the Lord, look upon the Lord, and become like the Lord. The Lord is holy. The Lord will never remind you of wickedness. He will never remind you of your sins. He will never flush it in front of your eyes. If you do, that's not from the Lord. Rebuke it. Be holy. Be pure. Be innocent. Blessed are the pure in heart. They will see Adonai. Not the wicked ones, not the sexually immoral, not the, those with the profane tongue. The pure and holy in heart. Think good. Speak good. Do good. And be good. Hallelujah. Adonai, he named me. Shema. Tefilati Vehish Tamesh B.
I am In my prayer Use me Lord Speak to me Here am I Your servant is listening Smart and filati, they hit a mess be. 